watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining us today. And I want to talk to you about something that um, really came up in my spirit in prayer last week. And I want to talk to you about doors. And I'll give you the uh, definition that Webster gives, and it's very simple. He just says it's an entrance of a house or a room. And God just began to quicken to me some scriptures that deal with doors. And uh, maybe I can uh, give you some things to think about that you've not really realized that are in the scriptures. And uh, there, are, there are different kinds of doors in the scripture. And all of our lives, whether we realize it or not, are shaped by the paths that we walk on. And I know this about the Lord. The Bible says that He leads us in paths of righteousness. God never forces us. He never grabs you by the hand and jerks you like a child and says, you're going this way. But the Bible says He leads us and He guides us in paths of righteousness. And so, uh, uh, the first door that I want to talk about this, uh, today is in Revelations chapter 3 and verse 20. And um, this is, to me, probably one of the favorite doors that the Scripture talks about. It says, Behold, I stand at the door, and I knock. And if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Uh, this door is your heart and the amazing thing about your heart is it does not have a doorknob on the outside and this is why jesus is writing here he said i stand at the door and i knock uh, you know all of us have had the occasion at times where somebody has burst into a room and we wish they hadn't uh, but not jesus if you ever find him in your room, you'll find he came because you opened the door to him. And so the Lord says this. He says, I stand at the door and I knock. This is a door that I call fellowship. And the Lord didn't say, come on out. He said, if you will open the door. And oh my, how many times have we heard the knocking of the hand of the master and we thought well i'm too busy or whatever I'll, I'll open later and i think it's in song of solomon it talks about he said that the 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 woman heard the knock of her lover and she got there too late and when she opened him he was already gone and i don't want to be guilty of the Lord standing at the door and knocking on, on the door of my heart because uh, I have found this, that He won't stay forever. And the fellowship that you're going to experience with the Lord will occur when God shows up, knocks on the door of your heart and says, can I come in? He can't get in any other way until you reach over there by love and faith and you open that door and you let Christ in. So a door of fellowship uh, is something that we determine, we control it by the Spirit of the Lord. And um, in Revelations, there's another door that God talks about. He says, I have set before you an open door. And I call this the door of opportunity. Uh, there are seasons in our life, it seems like every door is shut. How many times have we said, I've said, I knocked on every door and every door was shut. 
And I've experienced this even in my ministry. And, and then all of a sudden, God will open a door. I, I think for me, I look back, probably one of the greatest doors that God ever opened for me personally was when I was invited to speak at the return. And it seemed like that the moment that uh, I got to that door, God opened a door of opportunity and it began to allow me to see some things that I had desired God to do. There are seasons in your life where if you are faithful, God will say it's time now and he will just set before you a door of opportunity. It could be a phone call. It could be meeting somebody uh, by ch that you think is chance and it's not. And God just creates the opportunity, even in business. Uh, there are men and women that God has raised up to be channels of finance because he knows they won't keep it for themselves. And it's all right to be blessed. And uh, a few years ago, I was praying one day and and uh, we all talk about, Lord, bless me. And the scripture talks about the cup um, that he pressed down, shaken together and overflowing. And the Lord spoke this to me. He said, son, he said, when I fill up the cup, it's for you. But he said, when I overflow the cup, it's for the people around you. And this is what happens to for some people. God knows that they won't keep the overflow. And God creates opportunities. And sometimes we'll look at somebody and say, man, they just seem to have the Midas touch. It's not that necessarily. It's just that God gives them the opportunity. And sometimes God will give them the opportunity because he knows they'll make the most of it. When God opens a door of opportunity, he expects you to step in there by faith and walk through that. And sometimes it takes great faith and you think it's a risk involved. But when God opens the door, he's opening a door for success for you. Uh, another opportunity or another door that, that we can have is Paul said uh, when he was at Ephesus, he says, there has been set before me a great and effectual door of utterance. And the word effectual means powerful. And uh, sometimes God will allow you to stay in a place to where you don't seem like you're making any difference. And then all of a sudden, he will just give you an open door of utterance. And uh, it's, I remember my father, uh, when I was just a small boy, I remember hearing this story. My dad got saved in the army when he was 25 years old and uh, had never really been around church. And he got such a glorious uh, conversion of the Spirit of God that um, he said that he'd get in the mess hall and the Spirit of God had just hit him and he'd stand on the mess hall table and just begin to declare the gospel. And men would begin to come to him and, and seek out him because they felt something in him. That is a great and effectual door of utterance. I truly believe this, that God has raised the church up for this hour because he is giving us an, an effectual door of utterance. And you look at the natural world and you look at television and media, they're using that door of utterance to further the cause of the kingdom of darkness. But God also gives us effectual doors to declare the word of God. And this is why you need to be really sensitive to the spirit of the Lord. Because sometimes it could be in a restaurant, uh, it could be inside of a shopping mall. Uh, there are 
moments where God all of a sudden will just create an opening in the spirit and he will connect you with somebody because he wants to release uh, the word of the Lord. And of course, through the scriptures, there's no greater door that you find in the Bible but Jesus. He said, I am the door of the sheepfold. He said, no man can come unto the Father except he come through me. And we know this, that Jesus uh, became that great door that you and I can walk through into, into the presence of the Lord. But uh, there, there's another door that, that I want to talk to you about for a little bit. And um, it's called, the, I, I call it the door of protection. And we do not realize the paramount importance that's attached to this door. And I, I gave you the definition at the beginning here that a door is just an entrance into a room uh, or a place or a house. When you and I, uh, we, we have families, we have children, um, as a pastor, uh, I am the door of my church. And several years ago when I was in prayer, the Lord dropped this in my spirit. He said, every spirit that's in the earth had to come through the church to get there. Why? Because the church is the light of the world or they're the door of the world. They are the protector of a nation. That's why when righteousness reigns, men exalt and they're happy. And uh, there's a, I've seen this over the years. There's been, for example, men who think that because they can play a little bit with sin. They think, well, I'm not hurting anybody. And so, you know, nobody knows about it. So it doesn't affect my family. Here's something you got to consider. Sometimes the devil, when he comes to tempt you, he's not after you. You're just the door. You're the gate. He's after who's in the house. And how many times have I seen parents that can't figure out why their children don't serve the Lord or what something they became addicted or whatever, lost in sin. And they were haphazard in serving God and didn't realize that we were the gate that the enemy came through to get to our children. And so you become a door. Your a husband is the protector of his family. If, if you play with sin, then even though maybe it doesn't cost you personally in your own life, you suffer it with your children. How many times have I seen people reap the harvest of their own mistakes in their children's life because they did not guard that door? And so uh, this is why I tell men all the time, you need to make sure that the door to that house is protected, guard it. And um, I've seen over the years pastors who, who've had a weakness in their life and then you'll find that that same weakness is rampant in their church. If, if you find pornography rampant in a church, it's very possible that you're gonna find a leader that has the same issue. If you have a pastor that's obese and can't control the, the desires of the flesh, you're gonna find a lot of times obesity is loose in his church. 
If you find a pastor that's righteous and full of faith, you'll find a church that's righteous and full of faith. Why? Because the leader is the door. And so this is why Jesus said, I am the door. This is why he said, be ye holy for I am holy. And so God guards the house of the Lord with himself. And God gives us doors to walk through. And um, one scripture, I love this verse. It's in Revelation chapter three and verse seven. It says, no man can shut the door that I open. And uh, there are doors that God opens, the scripture says, and there are doors that God shuts. And when God opens a door in your life, or God opens a door in the earth for the church, I can tell you the scripture says that nobody can shut it. And this is what we're seeing right now, uh, not just in America, but in nations around the world, is God is beginning to open a door of revival and harvest and people say, but how's this going to happen? It just the enemy seems to come in and triumph. Not this time. There are doors that God is opening right now by the spirit that the enemy will never be able to shut till the trumpet sounds and the church leaves the earth. And there are things, there are doors that God opens in your life. And even if you've been used to loss and you've been used to failure, can I tell you that when God opens a door in your life and says you're coming through this door with success, the enemy cannot shut it. He cannot shut that door. And there are doors that God shuts that hell can't open. And uh, all of us have seen it at times where it seemed like there's been an area of our life that the enemy was just triumphed. And one day God just said, that's enough. God shuts that door and you no longer have to deal with that. So I want you to um, just, I want you to contemplate today as I'm talking to you that the spirit of the Lord, uh, the doors that we have in our lives shape our destiny. They shape our children, they shape our nation, they shape our church. They determine your own success in God. And if you ask me, Pastor, out of all these doors, which one's the most important? I think it's the door of fellowship, where Jesus says, he said, if you will open, he said, I will come in and I will sit down and I'll eat with you and you with me. There's that beautiful fellowship. There's nothing greater than to hear the knock of your master standing on the outside of the door of your heart saying, Hey, it's me. Can I come in? I've been missing you. So be encouraged. Stay sensitive to the Lord. Hear what the Lord is saying. And know that God is doing great things in this hour. God bless you. I'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.